Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Naps and Cola Thorn. <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy detective. That's the formula for personal power, Jordan. Still saying cola, huh? Yeah. I don't. I, you know how I feel about someone saying cola as I, opposed to a. Even soda's good. Cola, it just makes me. Well, soda's too vague. It's what? my moist. If I said soda. Right. I might as well be talking about a, a sparkling water, mineral water, a pina sure. fell. Well, it's the. If why? It's I co- might as well be talking about one of those cola little going tiny, to be important to the story. One of those little tiny liquor store. First of all, you presume there's a story, and <laughs> don't go out on a, one of those little tiny liquor like a store mini bar club sodas. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Those labels are fun to peel off. As a man who loves to peel off a label, can, ooh, can I tell you something? Oof, I've yeah. got bad news for you, buddy. What? So I think we, I, I think we can stipulate before, even before mm-hmm. we bring our guest in on yeah. this. That there's no better label than the label on a, one of those little bottles of club soda. It's kind of plasticky, but also kind of styrofoamy, mm. and it comes off real nice. Yeah. And there's that nice sort of smooth, almost like a almost like a woman's hips shape underneath. Oof! Yeah. Oh, don't touch me! Don't touch me! <laughs> oh, oh, it's so sensitive. Uh, I think uh, right, we can agree on that. Love that. Yeah. That is the best thing about a club soda. I have a lot of, as the child of a recovering alcoholic, I have a lot of fond childhood memories that are club soda based. <laughs> <laughs> like this, the one, the one luxury product in our home that mm-hmm. we always had was club soda, and it, my dad called it Clubber Dubber, mm. and uh, he drank it because I now realize he was in recovery, <laughs> uh, but. I've got bad news about that. Hmm. I went by the liquor store near my house. Mm-hmm. And not like a fancy liquor store, like a corner store type liquor store. Uh, pick up your copy of Jugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> they have it behind the counter for you. They have my hold list. Yeah. Pull list? Pull list. Yeah. Pull list. They've got my I pull list. what you were talking about. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and I, I was looking at the options for- it's, So it's Jugs, uh-huh. Perfect 10, and Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the man knows what he likes to crank it to. <laughs> yep. Uh, nothing yellow? Is that the thing that is bad for Green Lanterns? Uh, no, that's... Uh... Who's yeah? Who's uh, whose weakness is yellow? Well, let's bring our guest in now that we have a okay. comic book. A question about comic book weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, I think that is. Uh, well, I guess I should introduce myself. I'm uh, Stuart Wellington, handsome drifter. Uh, <laughs> a, a more apt nickname has rarely yeah. been offered. On Jordan Jesse goes Stuart, of course, one of the co-hosts of the Flophouse podcast here on Maximum Fun. As we uh-huh. record this, they had a smash hit show at the Regent Theater in downtown Los Angeles oh, last night. You. Of which, I'm not afraid to say, sorry, Dan, if you're <laughs> still listening to Jordan Jesse Go, Stu was the star. Oh, man. I hope he is listening and he's like, I'm having a down day. Maybe I'll put on, <laughs> put on my, my best friends, uh, Jordan and Jesse. That'll help get me through this <laughs> difficult... Stuart, Stuart, Stuart. <laughs> Dan like, also did a great job. I think, I believe before we went in, I mentioned... How Dan really lights up when he gets on stage. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah, fun yeah. to watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Stu. He turns it on. What? Here, two questions. What <laughs> okay. color are Green Lanterns vulnerable to, and who's vulnerable to yellow things? I, I mean, I thought they were both 
Green Lantern. I thought like yellow. Isn't that Sinestro? Yeah, well, the, guy? yeah. Well, there's the other color lanterns. Boy, yeah. This is the DC. Well, this is. I, there's a lot of DC junk that I don't know about. But Green Lantern junk is one of the main DC. Yeah, I know about Guy I, Gardner, the I Red keep, Lantern. Like I keep meaning to go back and check out Green Lantern. But the, then I found out one of the guys who did art, like one of the premier artists for that run, is like a super weird right wing guy. Oh, so I'm like, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll dip my toes into other superhero stuff. Sure. Hey, Stuart, a uh, little, little tip. <laughs> Don't look into any other comics creators. <laughs> you, it's always, no, I mean, like, always a crapshoot when stay, you're talking about Stu, stay where you're safe luckily, in the world of brutal metal. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily, I can just turn to Cerebus by my old pal Dave Sim, who's never done anything crazy. <laughs> uh, did that guy do something crazy? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry I brought him up. That's okay. Uh, hey, I, I won't look him up, and neither should you, audience. So uh, I went to the liquor store. Yes, you're uh-huh. okay. That's the, oh, Stu, how call, do you? F- we call it the L. <laughs> Stu, how do you feel about the word? And listen, don't don't play favorites here. Okay, should I close uh, my eyes react, if I don't know who's talking to react me? React honestly. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, our voices are impossible <laughs> to tell apart. Classic um, podcast. Classic podcast. Everybody sounds the same. Uh, do, how do you feel about? When someone is talking about a, a a soda or a coke that they've drank, saying cola, is it? Am I am I making Co- am I making too big of a deal out of it? Cola sounds like you're trying to throw somebody off the track of where you grew up. Like, I would always say, uh, I would always what would I ca- I'd call it a pop because I'm from Indiana. Yeah, mm. and people would make fun of me mercilessly oh, when no. I went to college. All mm. those East Coast kids who called it. Soda, I think, or whatever. And then there's the the weird batch of people in Kentucky who called it everything a Coke. Yeah, that's that's my relatives in the South. Everything's a Coke. A Coke? Can <laughs> I get a Coke? Okay. What kind a, of Coke a little, do you want? a little Britishness in there. I like <laughs> <laughs> a Coke, governor? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, and then what kind of Coke do you want? And then it'll be like, oh, a vanilla Dr. Pepper, because those exist here. Uh-huh, yeah. Wow. South's yeah. a wonderful place. It sounds like a nice drink. Yeah, it's a great drink. I like all those variant Dr. Peppers. Yeah, me too. Variant Dr. Peppers are really good. Okay, I, sorry. Dr. So, Pepper's already all the sodas mixed together. That's the flavor it's meant to create. Sure, so. yeah. The suicide. I, thought, I thought it was like a like a blackberry or something. No, it it's is. Prune is the base, right? No, this is a myth. First of all, Jordan, oh, okay. don't you dare spread these vile rumors about Dr. I like Pepper. a prune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my favorite favorite flavor of hamantaschen. It is <laughs> It is meant to taste the way that an old-timey soda shop smelled. Oh. So that's why it's a little bit medicinal. Yeah, yeah But yeah. also it, it tastes like different fruit flavors combined together with a little bit of like root beer flavor right. and oh, vanilla okay. flavor. And it's a segregated too, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> It's supposed to it's supposed to taste like a segregated lunch counter at Woolworths mm, in the mid nineteen sure, yeah. fifties. Yeah. Oh, great. So yeah, I like I like to drink most things that taste at least a little bit medicinal. Right. You it's know a- your Amaros and Jägermeisters <laughs> and that sort of thing. You know what I'm talking about, right, buddy? Yeah. Can I finish this anecdote that does not constitute a story? And I'm worried the further we get from it, the less it will, the more it will disappoint. Sure. Okay. So you're okay. in a liquor store. We're talking I went about how to the fun those store, labels are to peel off. And I'm looking for one of my favorite, one of my favorite bubble waters. Mm-hmm. I don't always buy a soda. You know, don't want to sure. or pop for uh-huh. yeah, for thanks. your sake. Thank you. 
Um, or Coke for yours. Coke. <laughs> Coke. Coke. <laughs> Is it possible that guy in the bathroom a couple weeks ago, Jordan, was just offering you a vanilla Dr. Pepper? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> like, right. Hey, bud, would you like a Coke? Coke. Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you sound, right? How, what I did? That yeah, was you, that is that how I sound you. like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be. I mean, some, and sometimes if you want to get that sweet flavor in you faster, right up the nose. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or if you're Stevie Nicks, right up your butt. Oh. <laughs> Did she drink with her butt? <laughs> well, that, that was the whole story, right, is that uh, she blew out her sinuses so she couldn't drink her Cokes up her nose. Oh. So she had to have roadies blow it up her butt. I oh, hadn't wow. heard that. That's, yeah, that's a fu- like a classic rock and roll story. What she a great rock just fact. finger it up her butt? No, she'd have a, no, you have a roadie do it. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's what the they're whole point. Yeah. What are, we, maybe, what are we paying these guys for? Maybe a guitar coil, tech. To coil cables? <laughs> yeah. I mean- if I was a roadie and that was on the table, of course I'd do it. Yeah. Well, what a story. The show must go on. honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the highest level of roadiedom mm-hmm. when you get there. <laughs> yep. So I went in this store. I was looking for a bubble drink. Mm-hmm. And they were out of my favorites. I don't know what your favorites are, Jordan. I know you, you'll drink a LaCroix from time to time. Well, I'm a, these days I'm a... I forgot to I'm ask. A, this, is a, this is an all-ages show, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we recorded at Gilman Street. <laughs> so no, yeah, so uh, no alcohol and no no racism. Yeah. So I and Green Day can't play here. Green Day wants to come on the show. We won't let them because they're sellouts. Yeah, a couple of them, they're uh, American idiots, right? <laughs> yeah, a bunch of American idiots over there. I like a Mexican mineral water. I like a Harito. Oh, like sure, I like a Topo Chico. is a very nice yeah. one. Great, yeah. Topo Chico has gone upscale. It's in a lot of fancy restaurants where you have to pay four dollars yeah, for it. Sure. That I don't like, but mm-hmm. it is a real nice drink. So uh-huh. no complaints. Uh, but yeah, they they didn't have any of those, so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna buy one of these weird little bottles of uh, weird little bottles sure. of club soda." Mm-hmm. And when you buy like a, that like bottle, like a local brand or like a Canada Dry, like a Canada Dry, yeah. like a, like a classic, mm-hmm. you know, um, like a like the kind that they would serve you uh, at the bar that's in a hotel conference room. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I. I don't often drink that, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm often frustrated because that costs as much as the other kind. It costs a dollar sixty or something, sure. uh-huh. and yep. it's small and it's weird. But yeah, yeah. the the good part of it is you get that label, get that label, and then you get to feel that nice smooth. It's got a heft. glass. It's, it's got, got a heft. heft. Yeah. It feels classy. Mm-hmm. It feels classy. So you're even though you're feeling a little pain at the pump. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> you're a little more for a little more for your bucks, you know. Yeah. And it and it go and it goes in easy, you know. So it's not that much pain <laughs> yeah. in the pump. So uh, without a base, without a trace, though, Stu. So I get it. This fucking thing. Not only does it not have that slightly styrofoamy label, right? It's fucking plastic. Oh my! Gosh. It looks exactly yeah. the same, but it's plastic now. Yeah, <sighs> boy. My favorite thing about soda bottle labels. Uh, you're done with your, yeah. your story, right? Cool. <laughs> and in the end, I learned. Yeah. My- <laughs> oh, but you were gonna say what? Did, why you had a nap and a, and a and a cola? I'll try and I'll I'll I'll. Oh, to get into fucking fighting shape for this show. Oh, Last sure. night I went out for the first time in yeah, yeah. seventeen years. Uh-huh. Uh, but also the twi- the second time in two days because uh-huh. I went to see future Jordan Jesse go guest Nellie McKay the mm-hmm. night before. No, oh, cool. I was kind of I was kind of sleepy. 
Mm-hmm. I got up early to go to the flea market, mm-hmm. put in a lot of miles at the Rose Bowl on the on the old uh, on the old shoe leather. Yep. And then uh, I the was heel toe express. Yeah, exactly. It was a, it was like uh, one o'clock in the afternoon, twelve thirty in the afternoon. I was like, shit, mm-hmm. I am not going to make it till nighttime. Mm-hmm. Went ahead. Fucking crashed out, took a 45-minute nap like that. Pa-pow. Here we are. Out cold. Here we are at nighttime. Yeah. Chugged a, chugged a soda pop, and here I am, bringing you guys the heat. Mm. <laughs> yeah, bringing yeah. the heat. Sorry, Stu. No, for what? For bringing the heat? Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, what could be better than this thrilling and hilarious and ultimately uh, illuminating, like, emotionally anecdote yeah, that sure. I just shared? Yeah, yeah. The, now, you did that on The Moth the last time you were on, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. Mike Daisy canceled it the last minute. <laughs> it was disgraced. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was, that, was that story true, Jesse? Was your soda story true? It was a pastiche. Oh, okay. <laughs> elements from different experiences I have yeah, had. Right, sure. And you People that added I a to. narrative through line. Yeah, I didn't, for I didn't the fact purpose of, check it, yeah. if that's what you're wondering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu. Uh-huh, yeah. Great hot dog socks, man. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, I like to look fresh, and I'm around, you know, Jesse's a bit of a clothes horse. Sure. <laughs> uh, clothes horse, right? That's what I was saying. Uh, so I wanted to, you know, impress. Yeah. Is that why you wore this uh, metal t-shirt with a dog shooting a bazooka? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me clarify. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it is a heavy metal band, and it's a t-shirt that is based on their album cover. The album is Traveler. And it's uh, meant to resemble a supplement for the role-playing game Traveler, of course. And that is not a dog. No, no, no. That is a half-man, half-varger hybrid. Mm. Oh, thank you a very much. A dog-headed alien of race. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's got that fist he's pumping. He's going like, he's got one hand going like, yeah. Yeah, he's, start, he's doing a revolution against humanity. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you're on their dog team? Yeah, I'm on the. I mean, well, you know, until everything falls apart, you should you should love this band. They're based out of uh, they're based out of the Bay Area. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love it already. So we'll do a CD swap afterwards. <laughs> the is the name of the band the Lord Weird or Slew Feig? The Lord Weird Slaufeg is their entire name. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Yeah. How would you right now? What the what what metal sub subgenre are they a part of? I would say they. I would consider them just like traditional heavy metal. They're like okay. I would say they sound like if Iron Maiden and Thin Lizzy had a baby. Oh, okay. So, so maybe like, maybe you can understand the singing. Yeah. Oh, of course. And yeah. there's a little bit of like Celtic influence and okay. some like twin guitar harmonies. Yeah. Rousing, galloping stuff. Now, as while we're while we're just asking you things about your clothes. <laughs> okay. What's your gold band? You have a gold band on. Oh, it's it's just a bracelet. It looks like a. Uh, I think it's fashioned after like a railroad spike. And oh, neat. It's, uh, brass. I just I like having something on my wrists. Yeah, that's I like good. having a reassuring weight. Mm. Maybe I'm like Conan, and I like having increased amounts of weight placed on me so that I can get bigger and stronger. <laughs> Is that one of Conan's things? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in the beginning of Conan and Conan the Barbarian, where he's like a little kid and he's pushing, uh, you know, he's just pushing like a log in a circle. With a couple of other guys, and then like he like he lowers his head and he raises his head back up, and he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you're like, wow, I got to get one of those logs. Conan, Conan's I, one of those things that I only remember one thing from, uh-huh. and it might not even be Conan. Okay, it could just be one of the many Conan like movies. If it's that if we're it's, on, if it's ferrets. You're thinking of Beastmaster. Oh, <laughs> it's a thing where he had to cut off someone's head, and the head kept regrowing, and he had to cut off the guy's head a lot. I believe that's a different movie. Might be a different movie. 
Uh, he does cut off James Earl Jones's head at the end of the movie. Does the head grow back and then he has to keep cutting it nope, off? Nope, he throws it down some steps while everybody looks at him. Oh. What's wrong with James Earl Jones's head? Uh, wait, why does it have to be separated from his body? Yeah. Well, so he, in this case, James Earl Jones is playing uh, Thulsa Doom, the head priest of a snake cult. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he- Sounds and his, good so far. He, Sounds great. He and his minions, Rexor and Thorgrim and their army, <laughs> <laughs> they destroy Conan's village and that's, and they enslave him as a child. And he vows revenge. Honestly, this it takes sounds... him a while, though, because there's a lot of snake cults out there. Oh, so he has to go through lesser <laughs> snake cults until he gets to yeah. the right one. Yeah, there's that's probably the best line in the movie. Rexor when... and Thorgrim. That is some fucking A-plus fantasy nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's so good. Oh, man, what a great movie. All that sounds really great to me. Uh-huh, and if yeah. anything, I would give James Earl Jones an extra head. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, sure, that's, wow. that's two, two, two beautiful voices harmonizing <laughs> yeah. with themselves. Didn't, yeah, like the twin guitars was... of the Lord Weird Slaufag. <laughs> Jesse's turn for some virtue signaling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could have a dog head like that, like that guy, that, that space guy. It would probably help him against getting his head chopped off because one head could be looking in the other direction. Is it the story of a dog man taking over the universe, the album... Traveler? Yeah, so the album is about a uh, a space pirate who crash lands and uh, a doctor uh, turns him into a mutant that's a half-man, half-farger hybrid, and then he leads a revolt amongst his people. He certainly sounds revolting. Uh, I have <laughs> oh, wow, never, I in those cool. <laughs> in those like rock concept albums where you are supposed to be getting a story, uh-huh. I have never once been able to follow one. I've just like taken people's word for it. They're yeah. like, "Oh yeah, this is about, you know, this is about a space robot that comes to life." I'm like, I guess, yeah, yeah, I've never, is that something that you can, when you listen to those concepty albums, do you, like, know the story? Usually, I mean, you you miss out on the intricacies until you spend a little time with it. I would say mm. the, of the, like, heavy metal story albums, I think the easiest one for me to follow is King Diamond's Abigail, which mm-hmm. is a gothic uh, horror story about a, uh, a cursed house and family and a ghost that uh, impregnates a woman. And, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> A tale as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this and is told like, by a fellow in a top hat. Are you mm. just reading directly from the hero with a thousand faces? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but like, I feel like that's that's pretty easy to follow. But I don't know. Like, yeah, for the most part, yeah. I I feel like, but. When I go to a musical for, like, the first two songs, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And then by the third song, I'm like, oh, they're sing-rapping about uh, history stuff. I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) I like this Oklahoma, you say. (laughs) (laughs) Surrey with a what on top? (laughs) Yeah. Or like, uh, or like, I don't know, seeing Shakespeare in the first act or so, you're like, what is, I, I signed up for the wrong thing. And, and then, then you realize what a comfortable place it is to nap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, have you, now you're, you're known for your, you're known for your, uh, uh-huh. for your chill. Sure, yeah, yeah. For your chill. Laid back vibes. Vibes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you're, you know, you're a, you're a New Yorker. Uh-huh. And yeah. Here you are in L.A., land of chill yeah yeah. have you been have you been chilling in any new or different ways (laughs) than you have previously and if i can ask a follow-up question immediately Uh and (laughs) what weird foods have you eaten that have cbd in them oh wow (laughs) oh yeah i so 
man, CBD is CBD is one of those things that I haven't. I don't think I've eaten any yet. But then I've been preparing all my own breakfasts. <laughs> uh, there, so I run a bar, and not that long ago, uh, my wife was bartending, and she owns the bar. She's the brains behind the operation. Uh, and some salesman came in, and he's like. Hello, uh, can I? You know, I'm I'm sure he had some kind of a mustache, and he's like, "Can I sleep in your barn? I promise I will not touch your young, comely daughters." Uh, I know this old. Yeah. I know this old. Yeah. Don't trust him. <laughs> and he was he was trying to sell uh, CBD oil, and she's like, "Yeah, we don't want it." And he's like, "It's totally legal. You can put it in your cocktails." And she's like, "No, it isn't." And he's like, "No, it's legal." We don't want to be the first ones to be doing it. Like, we don't need sure. to be on the forefront of this. Take a stand. And we turned, of course, turned this guy away. And then, like, the, you know, the next week we go into the coffee shop next door and they're offering CBD-infused, like, no, lattes. And we're like, oh, idiots. And then, of course, a week after that, the health department starts cracking down on all these businesses. Oh, wow. So, yeah, sometimes you don't need to be an innovator. You don't need to move fast and break stuff. That's what I'm saying, guys. Yeah. Uh, so as far as chilling in new and interesting ways. Just uh, stick to your old business plan of selling lewds in the bathroom. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, and videotaping it. Right? <laughs> Sell, selling the videotapes. Yeah. Uh, I love to watch others buy lewds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – <laughs> People are super into true crime now, dude. What's yeah. truer than that? That's true. Here's a crime. There's a man buying lewds. Uh, as far as chilling, I can't keep up with you guys. I'm like, mm. hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody needs to walk faster. <laughs> You're too chill. Uh, do this transaction faster. I don't want to wait in line. Uh, I have places to go. I went to the uh, – I went to uh, I think the – Countries, LA's, California's first pot restaurant. I went uh -huh. to the pot restaurant recently. Okay. Is this a? Is it an entire restaurant dedicated to pot? It is a. Or is it like shaped is, like a giant potted plant? <laughs> right. You have to. So you have to climb up the sheer the sheer side and okay, yeah. dive into the top of what looks like a giant bong. I and mean, they, swim to the bottom. They put you on belay. Right. Yes. Of course. No. It's it's all very safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. It is a restaurant where you can eat, but you could also smoke pot on their like patio. Okay. And so it's they. I guess they can't. The weird rules are they cannot mm -hmm. serve you pot food, but a separate employee can come around and like sell you things from a dispensary. So you could like buy a joint and smoke it there, or you can buy a. You know, candy bar and eat it there, and then a, a, a so there's like it's like you're at two I, different places. I feel like that's a little unnecessarily confusing in a place that's giving you stuff that makes you confused. Yeah, it is. And here's the thing: the bathroom is very hard to find. <laughs> the big mistake of this place is that the bathroom you have to go outside and like around the building, and it's yeah. like this is just like to fuck with people. Yeah, you gotta walk, you gotta walk past like three gift shops. <laughs> yeah, and then a yeah, and then a, a guy asks you what your uh, <laughs> What your astrological <laughs> sign is, and, uh, and you freak out. Have either of you ever eaten marijuana food? And I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about like a this, the brownie. Show, the, or... sh the show should be called "Is Jesse a Cop?" <laughs> <laughs> Have any of you had a marijuana food with your colas recently? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, have any of you ever eaten uh, not like a pot brownie mm -hmm. or like uh, like a mint? 
like a marijuana infused mint from a dispensary, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but like a meal food that has marijuana integrated into it. Because that's a thing you read a lot about in a local alternative newspaper. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, or even now, like a like an LA magazine or something. Sure, like a yeah. There's like a, there was like a celebrity chef will do a pop up where they'll make a you know four course meal and it all has weed in it or mm-hmm. something. I, yeah. I kind of feel like my I have not. Mm-hmm. So if either of you have, tell me. But I, my inclination is that based on what like CBD oil tastes like, uh-huh. uh, for example, or uh-huh. any marijuana a food thing that like a product that I've tasted that doesn't have a really strong taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, it basically tastes like grass clippings. Yeah, I know. So All, wouldn't yeah. you just do drugs and then eat nice food? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I think that, that 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 thing of like, oh, we made the four-course meal with weed is like is is kind of like a weed activism thing, it feels like, more than it is and a thing you would like want to do. Because yeah, I mean, I feel like all uh, yeah. Although I I was I feel like all weed candy, I feel like tastes very bad. Yes. Uh, no matter you know, like oh, this is a salted caramel gumdrop with a you know a, mm-hmm. a liquid red velvet center. It's like well, yeah, it just tastes like it fell on the ground. And also besides that, even if it tastes really great, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like they're never set up. It's not like you know, if I go to the store to buy candy. Yeah, I'm gonna buy myself a bag of Haribo peaches. <laughs> sure, yeah. you know what I mean. I gotta get those peaches. Love those peaches. Yeah. Good. And I'm just gonna get in there. Nom, 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 nom. You know, I'm yeah. gonna munch them down. But you gotta be careful. If kids and kids and grownups love it so. Yeah. It the more good a weed candy tastes. Yeah. The, <laughs> the more the it's closer just you punishing are punishing to... <laughs> you for the fact that you're only supposed to eat one or two of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like all, although I do, I will say that I, most weed food of like the candies and brownies and stuff, while well, it tasted bad, I do, in the little mints, it does kind of, it, it, it is more, it does highlight the mint more than it does chocolate or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it tastes a little oh, more natural in the mint. mint is also a plant. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it does feel like people, when they do the celebrity chef pop-up four-course meal, it does feel like there's an element of, see, look, see, it's. Look, this is fine. See? Look. George Washington See? made rope out of it. And I made creme brulee. It's a plant. Oh, wh- are we going uh, it's to... Like, it's like that weed activist logic. It's like, oh, you're afraid of a plant? Are you going to scream at a daffodil? <laughs> like, I, weed should be legal. But also that, that kind of shit is... Plus, uh, this vine is wrapped around mm-hmm. my leg. It's pulling me into this quicksand. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, you, you don't have to yell. I was just saying my nug yoki is a little too gritty. <laughs> Nark! Get out of here! Founding fathers, constitution, <laughs> hemp, all hemp. Anyway, but yeah, I think that's where that comes from. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the the weed restaurant, uh, very fun. Uh-huh, like yeah. smoking a joint inside uh-huh. is yeah. a thrill. Yeah, Somewhere yeah. that's not. Your house or your friend's house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, or, in my case, uh, 
my friend Ian's shed that they've turned into a chill-out zone. <laughs> where we play Settlers of Catan sometimes. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, he's done a great job with the shed. It's a really fun chill-out zone and a great place to play Settlers of Catan. Of Catan I mean, yeah. Ian is one of the chillest guys I've ever met. He's it's like Stuart insane. Wellington level it's chill. Insane. Oh, it's wow. insane. This guy's man, chill. I want to play Settlers it's, of Catan with that guy. Man, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> we oh, all have man, a great that time. That sounds awesome. Yeah, he always puts on a great mix. Oh, cool. Yeah, Always yeah. has a great mix. Few people I'd rather have say to me, hey, man. Yeah. You know? Just Put, feels good. Puts on a great yeah. mix, and this is a fun little uh, This is a fun little addition to the Settlers of Catan when you're doing it in the chill-out uh, chill uh, shed. Uh-huh. So you got a great mix on. Everybody's hanging out. Yeah. On the TV, sound-off versions of classic Star Trek. Oh yeah! Oh, wow. It's a lot of fun. That sounds great. Yeah, it is great, great. Thing to look throw at. Some, uh, throw some subbies up on there. Or you just imagine what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could throw some subbies up there. It'd probably kind of follow what's going on. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but if the... they're not throwing subbies, I'm throwing bows. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, give me my subbie. This yeah. one's for the hearing impaired. Ugh. <laughs> and you're like, I want to follow what's going on. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so the the idea of like smoking a joint where someone is serving you food is it's a thrill. It feels wrong. Uh-huh. It feels like you're it it you know it is kind of cool because it feels yeah, yeah you know you're like looking over your shoulder expecting like it to be some the, kind of elaborate sting. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And everybody <laughs> everybody at once uh-huh. rips off their fake mustache and puts on their top <laughs> you, you're hat. The, you're the only <laughs> the one guy. Yeah. <laughs> All those articles in Eater L A were to trick you, and Jordan. <laughs> We've been friends for years, and you told me to come here. I'm sorry. So it's a long game. <laughs> L.A. Taco lied to me. <laughs> you had such good information. Um, that sounds great. Uh, but yeah, but it's uh, it's like the it's like drinking outside in Vegas. You know, it's just this like thing you can do, and it's like what I'm this okay. You know, it's a cool feeling. Uh, the the last time my wife and I went to Vegas, I think it was before we did the Grand Canyon show. Uh, we 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 immediately started walking down the strip. Uh, and we went up and we got big old drinks and we're like, oh, this is crazy. And we're walking around. It's super crowded. And my wife looks into her purse and she's like, my wallet's gone. And immediately any buzz I had disappeared. And I'm like, fuck. And like, what do you do? Like we, I started running around. I'm like, what, what am I going to tell a cop? He's not going to do anything. Like he can't do anything. We were taking a picture with a guy in a filthy minion costume. <laughs> uh, so I'm like running back and forth. Uh, I'm like checking garbage cans to make sure that like in a worst case scenario, maybe if somebody was in a rush, they like grabbed yeah, it, snatched a couple and bucks and threw it away. And then like uh, maybe five minutes pass and she checks the other pocket in her purse and finds it. <laughs> And then that buzz come back? Oh, the buzz never really came back. <laughs> it was all adrenaline. Like somebody like in a Minions costume bumped up to me and was like, hey, do you want to take a picture? I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, that's how you Picked ended him up, up put hooked him in on the crank, room. just chasing that dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I, it's, it's adrenaline. That's the whole Tossed thing. Tossed him into the Bellagio fountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he bounced between the water spouts. Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, pretty funny, actually. He died, but <laughs> a pretty funny visual but gag. you want to go <laughs> yeah. out funny. Yeah, you, you do. And, and I think if you are a guy in a Minion costume, you know, taking pictures of the tourists on the Vegas Strip. Uh-huh. Y- you know, y- that's why you were put on this earth. To yeah, spread yeah, joy. And, yeah. Yeah. and I think if you can die being bounced back and forth uh-huh. between the water spouts and the Villaggio fountain, yeah. you're 
a, it's a king's death. I think as, that was as the original would... ending of Birdman, actually. <laughs> <laughs> as yeah, one was... take, one take, that whole movie. <laughs> as he was bouncing back and mm-hmm. forth, I just heard him scream. You could just hear him because, you know, the mm-hmm. fountain's loud, mm-hmm. the costume's sure. heavy. You just hear him, don't let me die in vain. <laughs> Record a video and add boy <laughs> and then, and then people could put it up with the caption sliding into Monday like <laughs> hashtag hashtag TGIM hashtag snuff film <laughs> hashtag this guy died. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was crazy because it happened. And, you know, sometimes you bump into celebrities on the strip and this guy was flipping, flopping around, shouting all this stuff. Bob Saget was next to me and he's like, I've seen better and walked away. Wow. <laughs> the Sag Man a, burned a, a him. Harsh mm-hmm. critique. Yeah. Sounds like there's a new Roastmaster General. <laughs> um, uh, at the food was not good at the weed restaurant. Okay. But Pauly Shore was there. <laughs> oh, that's good. Didn't seem to be eating, just seemed to be walking around. <laughs> <laughs> just burnishing the brand. Yeah. Just wandering and burnishing. Here Here I I do you think he was like doing one of those gigs where you get hired by, say, a liquor company to just show up at a bar and be like, I love Tito's vodka. Hey, everybody should get Tito's vodka shots. Do you think that's what he was doing? Oh, right. He was a brand ambassador <laughs> yeah. for the idea of marijuana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> the weasel likes to smoke the ganj. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the Encino Man himself in person. He's like, actually, that's not who I was playing. I was in Encino Man. I was not the Encino Man. They're like, well, it's too late. We already made the poster. (laughs) Sorry. I'm the (laughs) son-in-law. I'm the jury duty. I'm in the army now. (laughs) Are there any other Pauly Shore movies? No, I hope not. We've listed them all. Uh, you forgot Biodome, but that's okay. Biodome! More yeah. of a Tenacious D movie, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> sure, they are in the background of one shot. <laughs> but their first uh, motion picture appearance. First big credit, yeah. 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 Good, Good for them. them. Good yeah. for them. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, now they're kings of the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jack Black makes uh, YouTube videos of him playing video games. People love him. Well, I mean, that there's big money in that. Why yeah, that's the fucking, that? that's the future, man. He is forward-thinking. My mm-hmm. my daughter watches videos of a man playing Minecraft mm-hmm. sometimes. Who's the man? Uh, Unspeakable is his name. <laughs> mm, sure. Uh, it is comfortably the lowest form of entertainment I've ever witnessed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is definitely worse than the Oogie Loves. Oh, wow. Is this... And he doesn't seem like a bad person. Like, I want to be clear. He does not seem like a bad person. Uh, and if he's listening right now, my, my apologies, Unspeakable. You seem like a nice man. I, we let oh, his name is Unspeakable. That's, that's what it. his name is. Oh, yeah. funny. I thought you were. Uh, I thought you were. No, no. I thought you were. No, his name is Unspeakable, and uh, he seems like a perfectly I mean, decent human being. He's yeah. not teaching any bad values to my children, other than that they should play a lot of Minecraft. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, there's you, worse things than that. Are you just knocking him down right now so that you can open up a hole in that uh, market so that you can do your uh, actual play or live play of The Witcher Three? <laughs> uh, yeah, where I just get angry at the cutscenes. What the fuck does this mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does this fucking mean? Well, if you'd read the Scandinavian novels, it's based on. <laughs> I mean, it's Polish. A, it's Polish. Yeah. Thank you, Stu. Thank you. <laughs> 
that's the thing. That's how you have a lived-in world, isn't it? It's based on a series yes. of novels. Gotta, yeah, gotta, um, all good video games are based on a series uh, uh, About of a protagonist who has various types of ponytails. Yeah. I don't think... The uh, Confederacy of Dunces first-person shooter. <laughs> I one of my favorite... I don't think any entertainment product has ever more confused and upset me. Yeah. Than when I tried to play that video game. (laughs) (laughs) I understand it to be a – I think I was upset not because it was the worst. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. But because – Everyone loves it so much. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why is it that everyone else loves it so much? And I – I tr- I put hours into it yeah, and had yeah. no idea what yeah. was going on or what I was doing. Are you are you mad at all the people on Yahoo Answers that were like, <laughs> is this a good jumping on point? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the third game in the series that's based on a series of novels. Um, yeah, boy, I feel like all the video games I have played recently, uh-huh. except, you know, Mortal Kombat 11. Sure, it's great. We're just such slow starters. Even Mm -hmm. great games that I've loved. Like, I love the last God of War game. Uh Cold take. Very The coldest coldest take you'll ever get on this show is the new God of War is very, very good. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, like... I'm like it didn't get that way for three hours. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why that is with video games. Maybe they just hold your hand too much. Maybe they assume you've never played a video game before. I think that's what it is. I mean, there is an extent, and I will say, I will say this. Yeah, I'm deeply grateful for it. Yeah, yeah. But like in the uh, uh, Cowboy Man, what's that called? Yes. Red Dead Redemption oh, sure, Two. Yeah. In Cowboy Man, mm-hmm. there's like, well, first of all, you play it. I I I w- went to the end of it. Wow. It took me a thousand hours. I don't even Wait, know which how one? many the first hours. One or the second one. The second one. Oh wow! Okay. Like yeah. I just, it just goes on. Like it goes on and on and on and on and on, and then it's done, and you're like, well, that's done, and then there's a whole second thing that happens yeah. where you're driving fence posts. Mm-hmm. Anyway. If it's going to be 500 hours long, you, you they might have, as well you spend said, spoiler alert by the way. I'm yeah, only come like on, 50 man. hours in. <laughs> they they might as well they might as well give you like 7 hours of learning how to say hia to a horse, mm. you know, mm-hmm. which button is the hia button. There's a, every time I would put that game down and then come back to it, I would always end up like shooting a friend, punching my <laughs> punching my horse <laughs> cuz I would forget the uh the control scheme on my PlayStation. For what yeah. it was like the least into it. I mean, I don't know when this turned into a I truly I, tr- I I when did this turn into a podcast people might enjoy <laughs> or choose to listen to. Uh, I truly, uh, I truly cannot play two video games at the same time. Yeah, I mean that's really tough, dude. You have to look at so, two screens. So hard, <laughs> sure, yeah. So hard to. I have so hard for me to remember what the buttons are of one video game. Yeah, and to remember the second one and then go back to the first one, it's completely hopeless. I can, uh-huh. I can play a PlayStation Four game with my two hands, and I can sometimes tap my the screen of my Nintendo Switch with my erect penis. <laughs> right. Oh, sure. wow. And I don't like do great at, the, but I can you know I can navigate if it's a you know simpler like a snipper clips. I mean yeah, I think yeah. one of the problems with the with the <laughs> Not playing Katamari the... Damacy. <laughs> yes, I can play Katamari. That's a better one. I can play Katamari Damacy with my boner. Yeah, well, Katamari, <laughs> do your best, my friend. Sure, yeah. <laughs> just trying, just trying to get some respect from you. Trying dad. to please the king of all cosmos. <laughs> Is my penis mighty enough for you, father? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that shit rules so hard. Yeah, Katamari's really awesome. great. Uh, I think it's probably the answer to my question of why do video games start so slow these days is that we are men, we are men, almost 40-year-old men. Yeah. We've been playing video games for a long time. Uh-huh. 
but also you need to make them so children can play them because that is also who they are for. So yeah. that's probably that's probably the answer. But I'm I like, mean, I'm old. I want to start. Pl- I can play this. But I mean, I think I can't play it. Like I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need that seven hour ramp. Sure. Up. Yeah. <laughs> like and also the fact that it's boring. That's a plus to me. It's like mm-hmm. baseball. Those are the two things. Oh, sure. I'm like, great. It's boring. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's just sitting on a porch watching watching your, your grass grow. Anything that distracts me from the fact that I'm responsible for free, for feeding four other human beings yeah, yeah, yeah. is a joy. Uh-huh. Two dogs, too. Oh, fuck. Oh. I forgot. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, no. i got to get out of People here. People are in danger. <laughs> yeah, usually, like, on the days when my wife's at work and it's like 6 or 6.30 in the evening and I'm like, I'm going to play a little video game before Charlene's done. My cats very much make me aware that I'm responsible for feeding them. They stand as much in the way of the TV with their arms up like Godzilla's yelling at me. And I'm like, but I need to finish killing guys in Dark Souls, kitty. <laughs> I'm doing some soul farming. <laughs> I got I to gotta grind, you know, rise and grind. You got to rise and grind, man. I had no idea that uh, Dark Souls even had a Starman far- farm game mode. <laughs> oh, um, well, I mean, there is farming to do. If you want to level up, uh-huh. and I do, it's the only way you're going to get through it, guys. So. I, I got to go farm real quick. Let's <laughs> yeah. take a let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every episode of Jordan, Jesse Go, every mm-hmm. single one, is brought to you by Maximum Funds members. All the folks who've gone to MaximumFund.org slash donate and signed up to throw a couple bucks a, a month our way. We love them. We're also, this week, grateful to our friends at ZipRecruiter. Yes. You know, you, you might have heard this story before. This it's is a, a tale. It's a folk tale. This is a folk point. tale as old as time. It's actually a first appearance in writing was in Grimm's Fairy Tales. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's passed down via oral tradition. Yeah. You know, who, who knows how far back. Yeah. Um, I'm talking, of course, of the legend of Cafe Ultura's CEO, COO, excuse me, Dylan Miskowitz. Oh, Dylan Miskowitz. Dylan Miskowitz. Uh, and every man a, a cipher for the audience. <laughs> he emerges again from the mists of time with his dogman friend Ndugu. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Miskowitz Did needed I get that to right hire. Ndugu? I think so. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, there's different translations. Okay. <laughs> different translations. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Miskowitz needed to hire a director of coffee, so he went to Zip Recruiter. Posted his job and found the best person for the role in just a few days. You've heard the story in Joseph Campbell's Hero with a Thousand Faces. <laughs> That's right. You've seen it altered only slightly in the film Star Wars. <laughs> now you can live it by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. You know, it's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Yes, their technology finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. And right now, try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address. Ours. Ours. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Remember what I always say, Jordan. What? 
WWDMD. What would Dylan Miskovitz do? <laughs> right, that's on it's on your crocheted bracelet. Yeah, as we speak. And uh, now uh, a jumbotron message that may or may not involve Dylan Miskowitz. Yeah. Uh, hey, this is for electric elastic two JJ goers. Yeah, I guess those that's uh, they're listeners to JJ. They're Go. called tuppies, but go ahead. <laughs> two JJ goers. They may have revealed that they're not actually tuppies. We'll we'll see as the jumbotron continues. They've started a post-gender lingerie company called Electric Elastic. All lingerie is made to order in the sex capital of the world, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, fucking those spotted owls up there. <laughs> they offer a variety of sizes and shape configurations to get everyone on your holiday list into sexy see-through mesh. Please. Visit them at electricelastic.com and buy androgynous sex clothes for yourself and any consenting adult in your life that needs some seductive under things. Because lingerie is for everyone and gender isn't real. Electricelastic.com. Here's one more message on the Jumbotron for all tuppies from Laurel. Uh, This is the message. I recently fled San Francisco for Tucson, Arizona, and I want to make more friends here. I'm looking for fellow tuppies to do activities like catching live comedy shows, hiking, road trips, eating tacos, drinking beer, arts and crafts, and playing with my dog, Honey Bear. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This, this wow. fucking sounds is great. This, is this like the two greatest jumbotrons we've ever had? <laughs> I, yes. These are beautiful. Uh, hey. Fucking if, honey bear. Who doesn't <laughs> want to play with honey bear? What kind of monster is in, live in Tucson, Arizona right now? Like, ah, oh, I am rather, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather do some kind of desert thing than play with yeah. Honey Bear. Listen, if you're in Tucson or the surrounding area and you want to do any of the things mentioned, just email TucsonLaurel at gmail.com. TucsonLaurel at gmail.com. You know, Jordan, there's some great stuff in the Max Fun Store at MaxFunStore.com. We've also got some great new stuff on the way. Yeah, we've got some new shirts coming at you for the holiday season, perfect for gift giving. These are very cool shirts. One of them is, uh, I, I, can I spill the beans? Spill some of the beans, not all the beans. Keep some beans in the can. Okay. One of them is very cool. Yes. And <laughs> the other one has to do with a misunderstanding your child had about the Simpsons. <laughs> Keep an eye out for them at MaxFunStore.com. But also just go to MaxFunStore.com because there's all kinds of cool stuff, including some really cool Jordan Jesse Go stuff. Yeah, available to uh, you. New stuff coming soon. Let's get back to the show. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Stuart Wellington, handsome drifter. He is a very handsome man. And he does drift from town to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah. and after he leaves, there's always a couple of unsolved murders, I've noticed. <laughs> yep. This guy's headed to the boo. That's what I call him. Yeah, Malibu. you're going to Malibu after this, right? Yeah, not yeah. At, exactly after this, but yeah, not, later not, on. Yeah, I'm, I'm sometime in my life after we record this, I'm going to Malibu. Is it cool? 
should I wear something different? Uh, <laughs> no, most people in Malibu are mostly wearing like uh, space alien dogman metal shirts. <laughs> oh, cool! Primarily, and then hot dog socks also. And hot dog <laughs> socks. You'll fit in. You'll fit in great. Should I be wearing? I don't know, like a drug rug and like cargo shorts and flip flops. I think you should be driving a Mercedes G wagon. Yeah, you should be like you should have like a like an Aloha shirt, like mm-hmm. an expensive Aloha shirt. Yeah, like khaki shorts, and then and yeah, the, like a Tesla. And the money should be on my shoes and my watch, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. There you I've go. seen hustlers. I I know what a rich how a rich man dresses. Oh, that's right. And then you drug them and dragged them to all those strip clubs. <laughs> or or I'm the one being drugged and dragged. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't dress like that. Well figure it out yeah uh, i want to say mm-hmm. we just had two weeks ago on the program mm-hmm. uh-huh. we had a discussion about words in our families that stood in for swear words yes were you allowed to swear in your family growing up Stu? no did did anyone in your family have a false i mentioned that my maternal grandmother was well known for saying thunder turtles Oh, wow. That's good. Uh, my mom was better known for saying, fuck. <laughs> my, I, can't, I can't think of any of my family ones, but I had a, I had a close friend growing up who had a, he came from a big family, and they, they weren't allowed to say fart, so they called it fluffing. Oh, yeah. The Plotkins did that. The Plotkins said fluffing. Those were who, that's some, some kids yeah, I grew yeah. up with. They would, and they would say, say it all the time, like, it was just like their family – I mean it was a family of four boys. Yeah. So, I mean that whole house was like a fluff factory. Yeah, sure. House of fluff. Are you, Jesse's currently Googling. He's like, fluffing is spread th- throughout the country. <laughs> my my son Oscar, uh, he's all in on talking about his toots. Uh-huh, yeah. Toots. That's yeah. a good one. The reason is that he will under no circumstances admit that he has to poop. Mm-hmm. So it's all toot talk. And he'll just he yesterday he was standing there he was standing there and he had this angry look on his face <laughs> yeah and I was like what's going on Oss are you okay are you okay Ossie and he goes I'm trying to toot because I don't have to poop wow and I was like wow okay buddy okay is this how, how's kindergarten going <laughs> my secret I always have to toot. <laughs> Uh, so we opened up the phone lines. We asked listeners to call oh, in right. with their uh, with their substitutions for swearing growing up, uh-huh. uh, and bonus points if they actually got their parents or grandparents to call in. So let's uh-huh. see if anybody. And uh, then did do we that. have to use it in a sentence or? The, oh yeah, we sh- yes, that's a good rule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, we uh, we actually got a ton of people who had substitute words for farts. Oh, that wow. is one of the top things that people talked about was replacing the word fart. <laughs> Fluffer was on there. Popping was on there. Popping. Yeah, there was a <laughs> lot of really good ones. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Like I'm trying to pop, so because I don't have to poop. It's once you at pop. At this point, just say. Fart, right? Is fart? Yeah. Fart's not like all of this stuff but is equal what to I like fart. A, what it's I all like lateral. About, what I like about pop is that it's like poop missing an O. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Brian, uh, what, did, uh, what did we get? Uh, hey, Jordan and Jesse and guest. Hey, I, long-time listener. This is uh, Aaron from uh, Clearwater, Florida. I uh, wanted to tell you that um, my great-aunt Helen... She used to always say, bull pucky, 
to just about everything, and she killed me, man. And and her other one was every time she, somebody said something was totally full of shit, she would just say, "Oh, gall." So at her funeral, I she died a few years ago. I I had to stand up and say, "Well, we can't say goodbye to Helen without saying." Oh, gal and bull pucky, and uh, yeah, she was basically my my grandma, and uh, she was pretty awesome, and I miss her now still, and uh, I just loved all of her little sayings and cute little things she did. So, anyway, love the show, guys. Have a great day. Uh, the next story on the moth. <laughs> it's, it's a very beautiful story. Very beautiful. Of, uh... So, and it sounds like that dude, that dude's funeral speech, I bet it killed. Yeah. I bet when yeah, he yeah. said bullpucky, that place went wild. I'd kill yeah. to kill like that. In fact, I may kill my aunt. <laughs> oh, sure. oh, wow. Just yeah. to tell her. Oh, gall. I think that works as far as using it in a sentence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gall. Or, uh, yeah, like those clowns in Congress are full of bullpucky. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's like that's like prospector style. You know, yes. like some, that's a that's a very gall, you know, gall it. I mean, I feel, like, I feel like that is a very great Aunt Helen type of thing to say. Yeah. Right? You gotta, like maybe that's how she made her fortune, mining for gold. I think it's wild to say that at the funeral, though. I mean, you got to have stones to say, oh, gall, at the funeral. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, gall, you, you gotta, stones. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, if you're going to work blue like that, you got to walk out there in like an all, all blue leather bodysuit. <laughs> yeah. That's, my, that's what I wear to funerals ordinarily. Sure. Uh. If it's not somebody I'm really close to, then yeah. I'd break out the red one. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I wore a uh, – oh, shoot. I can't think – I was going to say I wore a green bodysuit, too, and I'm trying to think of the guy's name who does all the motion capture stuff. Andy Serkis. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, they, he uses a suit covered in little white balls now, but I mean, I guess – Yeah, that was – you know, my too. thing was my thing was ill-conceived, <laughs> and I'm sorry. And Andy Serkis isn't dead, and he does a lot of great work. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Except I, for that I, Mowgli movie. I want to tip my yeah, cap to Andy Serkis, and I want to tip my cap to those little white balls, mm-hmm. and I want to tip my cap to all the technicians who make it possible to capture Andy Serkis's signature dunks. Right. <laughs> for yeah. the NBA 2K series. Yes, he does. Little, little, little does everyone know, every dunk is Andy Serkis uh-huh. uh, in some sort of studio in New Zealand somewhere. <laughs> and then ILM does the rest. Is that is that the video game where if you do enough dunks, your head turns into like, <laughs> your head catches on fire or something? I think that's Stitcher 3. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Witcher three, Stitcher, yeah. th- Stitcher three is the podcast app role playing game. <laughs> oh, wow, um, Let's Brian, play we got another, another call? fucking call. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. I'm calling to tell about a uh, swear word that my grandmother used to say. Instead of calling people assholes, she would always call them ass h's. Or, you know, shithead, she would call them a shit H. Uh, she would always say the bad word and then appreciate the not bad portion of the word. Anyway, hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Dude, your grandma fucking ours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty. That's great. That's so funny. That's really good. That's a, that's a good bit. The... Yeah, that's a great bit. <laughs> what a good bit. For Grandma wrote for 30 Rock. <laughs> I hope that's a very... Anyway. But maybe she thought, maybe she considered head to be a bad word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Could be. Or maybe she just le- uh, she liked leaving it up to people's imaginations, what she was talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ass hat. Yeah. 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 Ass harp. Ass hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would be pretty bad. <laughs> that's, a, that's a double swear. <laughs> sure. Sir, Sir Mix-a-Lot went when he died. It's his, un- his ironic punishment going to ass hell. <laughs> oh, oh, no. You like asses, do you? <laughs> Have all the asses in the world. <laughs> um. I hope Sir Mixel, uh, Sir Mixelot and Andy Circus are both fine, <laughs> yeah. and I hope they'll collaborate on something yeah, someday. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. He's got all those white balls on his butt. And they're like, Andy Circus, okay, you're going to be the, the the mountains of butts in the background. <laughs> now imagine you're a butt that's uh, twenty feet tall, <laughs> and and you know I think he'd really embody that butt, and I think he would bring that butt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A kind of a pathos, a kind of a soul. Like even though it's a digital butt, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it would have a physicality and it would have a emotional life that you would really believe. And it's not just because the butt has oversized eyes, though that is part. Of it. That's a big I part mean, of it. it helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you oh, think Sir Mix a Lot has a signature dunk? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'd like to see. <laughs> I think so. I'd like to see. Okay. That's it. <laughs> if you, if your, if your family members had a had an amusing substitute for swear words, although I don't think anyone's going to beat that last one. Oh, yep. That's about as funny as I this segment is going to get. I want to see it on the Reddit, maximumfun.reddit.com. Yeah, this week's episode on the in the comments there. Uh, put it in there, and yeah, I'm I'm talking to you, Curry Mango. Yeah. I'm delivering here. I, I remembered to say curry mango. That's our new uh, favorite listener on Reddit. Law oh, Reaper. Cool. Law Reaper, you can post it there, too. Hit, it, hit us up, funny. M fuckers. I'm worried that some people <laughs> think that I really turned against Law Reaper. I would never turn no, against it. It's all in good fun. It's a, it's, it's, a peach. A, it's a delightful roasting. Yeah. Law Reaper did call in a, a, a thing this week, and he pledged his fealty. That's good. Thank, Brian, thanks for letting us know. Don't play the call. I don't want to yeah. encourage him too much. No. Wow. But we accept your fealty, Lothreeper. <laughs> Thank you for bending the knee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 206-9844-FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org with your voice memo. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hello, this is Amy Mann. And I'm Ted Leo. And we have a podcast called The Art of Process. We've been lucky enough over the past year to talk to some of our friends and acquaintances from across the creative spectrum to find out how they actually work. And so I have to write material that makes sense and makes people laugh. I also have to think about what I'm saying to people. If I kick your ass, I'll make you famous. The fight to get LGBTQ representation in the show. Mm-hmm. We weirdly don't know as many musicians as you would expect. I really just became a political speechwriter by accident of realizing that I have accidentally uh, pulled my pants down. <laughs> Listen and subscribe at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. It's like if the guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Graham. And we're two house DJs who have been trapped inside our drum machine. We love it here, and we'd love if you stopped by and visited us every week on Stop Stop Podcasting Podcasting Yourself here on MaximumFun.org. We're just a couple of doofuses from Canada. 
and listen to our show or perish. <laughs> Stop podcasting yourself <laughs> on MaximumFun.org. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Stuart Wellington, handsome drifter. Are you guys headed anywhere else besides Los Angeles, Stu? Uh, in in life or the podcast? In the podcast, <laughs> yeah. Do you think you've peaked? <laughs> Is the Regent Theater the it's, the peak of your the peak I know of your you career? Guys, yeah, you guys because of children and jobs and so uh, on and so forth tend to do spot dates more than you do big tours. Yeah, but you got anything on the horizon? No, we actually have. That was our last uh, scheduled show. So I mean, uh, live show. We're still recording the podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're probably working on dates for next year. But we don't have anything on the. I if you get a chance to go see the floppers live, it was an absolutely delightful show. I had a great oh, time. Thanks, man. I brought I, I brought uh, my buddy Noe, who had never heard the show before. He, <laughs> oh wow, that's he mean. he had a fantastic time. I had to explain a couple things to him along the way, but he had a great time. He loved uh-huh. it. Thought it was great. He was excited to meet Alonso Duralde no from Hushacha. No Dan said, and Elliot talks over everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Well, when that's Elliot started singing a song, I was like, I'm, I'm going to lean over and. This would be funny if you had been listening to this show for five years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a fucking great time. Oh, and thanks. If you're not somewhere where the Flophouse are coming live, of course, you can get the podcast in your podcast app, and uh-huh. I recommend it highly. I am not. I will say this. Uh-huh. Many years ago, Jordan recommended the show to me. Yep. And I, I arched an eyebrow because Jordan is a lover of bad movies, uh-huh. and I am not. Oh, okay. And I thought maybe this – I always just assumed that show wasn't for me because I'd heard it was funny, but I figured it's a bad movie show. I'm not really into bad movies. Yeah. Who am I to, who am I to listen to that? Yeah, yeah. Boy, was I wrong! Aww. If you're not into bad movies, it does not matter. You don't doesn't you don't have to be a you don't have to be one of those people who's organizing VHS night at your house to enjoy the flop house. These are yeah. some of the smartest, funniest, sweetest fellas around. It's one of my favorite shows. I listen to it all the time, uh, and for an extended period of time, it's a very long show. Uh, I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gotten really long over time. That's how I'm pitching my own show. Is that it's too long? I love, I love listening to the Flophouse. I can't recommend it highly enough. I think Jordan, maybe it might be your favorite podcast. It's up there. Yeah, you guys are so hilarious, and oh. definitely always. I always get a little. I always get a little spark of joy every time my phone tells me there's a new flop, and I get to spend some time with my pals. Yeah, it's a it's a great show, and I yeah. I, I imagine if you listen to this show, you also listen to the flop ass. But if not, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah but and this was uh, I'm sure Dan has mentioned this before, but my co-host Dan uh, Jordan Jesse Go was one of the two big inspirations for the flop house. Aww. Way back in the day. And the other one, uh, Seven Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great podcast. Yeah. 
I like those true crime ones. It doesn't really work as a movie, but I feel like podcast is the medium for Seven Samurai. Yeah. It's one guy doing all the samurai. It's Phil Hendry doing all the samurai. I was surprised when Phil Hendry optioned it for podcast. Because I was like, well, you know, a lot of people say that's maybe the greatest film ever made. Sure. Certainly one of the greatest films ever made. And while Phil is a very talented guy, I call him Phil because I know him personally. Uh, and yeah. have met him on more than zero times. Uh, I, I said that's a weird that's a weird reach for him to put that into podcast form. Uh, yeah. But you know he works that little foot pedal, right? And he mm-hmm. does different voices. He's like, "Hey, I'm Samron number four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. that was that was my favorite character. Yeah, number, number four. four yeah, yeah. He had the, he had the what big... about me, Samurai number seven? <laughs> Samurai number seven had that cool Naginata. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you're in Brooklyn, New York, which uh-huh. many Jordan Jesse Go listeners are, you can often what? find Stuart. <laughs> you can often find Stuart at uh, his wife's bar. At my wife's bar. Uh, Charlene is here. Working uh, there, not just drinking. Working there. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes the two become one. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a bar that Charlene owns that she allowed Stu to theme Stuart themed. Yep, Stuart themed. So it has pretty <laughs> wallpaper. The bathrooms are covered in old Warhammer and D&D manuals and uh there's board games behind the and bar. there's plenty of board games behind the bar uh we even have a board game night uh it's called Hinterlands Bar it's in Kensington Brooklyn and then my wife also just opened up another beautiful bar in Sunset Park called Minnie's Bar it's uh right on 4th Avenue and 33rd Street these are beautiful places i mean one of the things that i was struck by when I went to Hinterlands for the first time, uh huh, yeah, was I said to my, I knew it was, I knew that, I know Stu was, Stu was running the show mostly. <laughs> yeah, I knew there, I knew there was, there was going to be some nerd stuff going on. Oh yeah, it's just a, it's a pretty place. It's a nice place to sit down and have a drink. It's like a, <laughs> yeah. it's like a nice, pretty neighborhood bar. Like uh-huh. I've been to other like nerd bars. Uh huh. Yeah. Where it's a little, it's a little dark, and you know, it's just like there's a lot of it. Yeah, it's a little oppressing, and yeah. uh, it also it helps that we have those like big front windows, so yeah. we get a lot we get a lot of natural light. Love I would say light. it's if I was a realtor, I would say it's sun drenched. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, I prefer it sun dappled. <laughs> I'll be leaving. <laughs> Brian Sunny D Fernandez is our producer on the program. He's laughing out there. Shouts to Charlene, who somehow made it through listening to all of this. Yeah, she's the best. Uh-huh. Brian, uh, I can actually – I know it looks like she's listening out there on headphones, but Brian actually pipes in other podcasts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, listening to Stuff You Should Know. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> nice. That's a great show. Phil Hendry's Josh Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can find us on Facebook where you can like Jordan Jesse Go. We're on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. We love you all very much, and we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.